0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Screen Facts with Jason Davis, your movie, trivia, and discussion podcast. Please like the Facebook page and leave your comments or questions at facebook.com slash screenfacts. You can also tweet me at Jason Davis Voice or email screenfacts at yahoo.com. Please rate, comment, and subscribe on iTunes to automatically get new episodes every Wednesday. Joining me again on the podcast this week is my pal Eric Wrights. Hi, Jason. Welcome back, sir. <laughs> great to have you in again. Uh, the last one we did was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Hmm. Yes, very excited. That's like a month, it's like over a month ago, right? Yeah, it's been a month. So we're going to talk about another great comedy mm-hmm. today. One of the greatest movies from Mel Brooks. Definitely, History of the World Part One. One. Yes, not two. No,
1: there actually never was a part two. I don't know if he ever actually planned. To do a part two. I, I don't read an interview so. where he said he was planning to, but the first one didn't do that well
0: financially. Okay. So, History of the World Part One originally released June 12th, 1981. Written and directed by Mel Brooks, Mel was also the film's producer as well as a composer and lyrics writer for the songs Jews in Space and The Inquisition. And I have to laugh as I'm saying those titles just because, you know, if you've seen the movie, you know what, I'm, what it's all about. Oh my gosh. Uh, he also, of course, sings The Inquisition in the movie. Mel plays five roles in this movie. Mm-hmm. Moses, Comicus, Torquemada, yeah. Jacques, and King Louis King the Louis VI. and the Piss yeah. Boy. Well, I think Jacques is the piss boy. Oh, Jacques boy, is the yeah. piss boy. All right. And it's the most parts that he ever played in a movie. Uh, okay. Uh, aside from Mel Brooks, Gregory yeah. Hines, Dom DeLuise, Madeline Kahn, Ron Carey, Harvey Corman, and Cloris Leachman are the stars of the movie. And Pamela Stevenson. What, was, what else was she in? How can in? you forget about Pamela well, Stevenson? Well, I can't forget
1: about her. I mean, she, no. you know, but... She's... Awesome. <laughs> she's so great. Hubba, first hubba. Of all, she's beautiful. <laughs> well, yeah. But she's also, I mean, she was very funny. Well, I found that she's from Australia and okay. she was in theater. Okay. And then I'm not sure how she came over, whether she came to the UK first or America. Mm-hmm. But after this, in 1984, she was on Saturday Night Live for a season. Okay. And the only time that I remember her at all, she was doing the news. They didn't use her much. Which is really sad because you can see by the movie, yeah, she was she was funny, she was brilliant. She's also very very smart. She's actually a doctor of um, psychotherapy. Oh, how cool! So a Saturday Night Live, yeah, she was on the news and she was talking about her breast because you know she's <laughs> pretty well endowed, and she just said, "I have to address my breast because I know men look at it." And as she's talking, they start moving. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so it just makes you realize, like,
0: yeah, we're guys. Yeah, that's all we care about is Duh. boobs. <laughs> Give us boobs and we're happy. We're very simple. That's
1: Yeah. The boobish. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> I think, Pamela I, Stevenson, you can't forget her.
0: I think that every time you and I record a podcast together, at some point during the podcast... You have to get the word boobage into the podcast. Yeah,
1: and you know what? I think we're gonna end up talking about penises also. And we'll be batting a thousand.
0: Well, you know, you gotta, just... you gotta, you know, have play both sides, right? We're gonna
1: have to choose a different movie maybe next time.
0: So this movie was um, actually the screen debut of Gregory Hines as well. He replaced Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor was supposed to play Josephus. You're kidding. No, actually. But
1: Richard Pryor can't tap dance. So what was that scene going to be
0: like? I'm thinking that they probably wrote that scene into the movie to exploit uh, the, the skills of Gregory Hines. But... Richard Pryor was supposed to play Josephus. He was also supposed to be in Blazing Saddles originally, but he had to be replaced in this movie because I think about eight days before they started filming Mm -hmm. is when he had the accident where he was freebasing and he set himself on fire. Oh, really? Yeah. George Carlin had a great bit about that too because they both had heart attacks too. Mm -hmm. It was like in the comedian's heart attack sweepstakes, (laughs) I'm leading Richard Pryor three heart attacks to two. See, Richard had a heart attack, then I had a heart attack, then Richard had a heart attack, then I had a heart attack, then Richard set himself on fire. I said, "Fuck that! I'm out <laughs> of another heart no, no, attack." <laughs> <laughs> great, so I love oh, George Carlin. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's some other cool cameos in the movie too. Mm-hmm. Hugh Hefner has the great cameo where he's smoking his pipe and he's talking about, uh, "I invented this new thing. It's called the centerfold. We're very excited." <laughs> Well, and there was a bunch of Playboy bunnies yes. in the movie and yeah, as
1: the Vestal Virgins yep. and you know that whole thing.
0: Which is very funny. And that's something that if you're not paying attention to the credits, you don't realize, and that makes that kind of a little joke that you don't even realize is happening when you're yeah. watching the movie. Right.
1: <laughs> Good stuff. But I love that the the whole that whole scene that oh. they pan over to yeah. the banner. Yeah.
0: And it says first served first, first come. come. <laughs> like oh my god. There's so many things that happen that it's real easy to miss things because it's like, boom, 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 kind of like airplane. There was something, a joke that I've seen this movie, I don't know how many times, but the scene where they're uh, at the Last Supper. Right. And when they show the picture of all of the disciples on the same side of the table, you know, like like it's captured, you know. Yeah. And I never noticed this before. There are nameplates in front of Jesus and all the disciples. Are there? Yeah. I totally notice never that. noticed that before. Oh, my God. Which That's is hilarious. awesome. Yeah.
1: I love that scene because when Comicus you know, walks in and he's been told by the boss, you know, you yeah. got to push the mold wine and blah, blah. Right. And here they are. They're talking, Jesus, this is his last supper. And then he comes in and he's like, all right, so is everybody getting soup? <laughs> and I'm like, please, this could be our last supper. And then Jesus says that, you know, somebody here... Will betray me. Will betray me. And it gets real quiet. (laughs) And then Comicus says, Judas. Judas. (laughs) Try the mulled wine. It's really good.
0: (laughs) It's like. (laughs) What? What? John Hurt uh, plays Jesus. Okay. And he's, you know, he's a great actor. He's done Mm -hmm. all kinds of things. But one of the things that he's probably. Yes. Jesus. Yes. What? (laughs) He's done a lot of serious stuff. John right. Hurt in his mm-hmm. career. The two things that probably most people know him from Alien. Uh, right. He's the guy that has the alien, alien come, come out, out of his stomach, stomach. and he actually right. reprises that role in Spaceballs. Yep, same thing. Mm-hmm. But also, he played the Elephant Man. He was the title oh, character, did he really? and I didn't realize this, but Mel Brooks produced mm-hmm. the Elephant Man. John Hurt wanted to be in this movie because he just come off of the Elephant Man and, and mm-hmm. a lot of other serious stuff, and he wanted to have some fun. You know, doing something funny. So that's how he ended up. Can you
1: imagine those like, I want to do something funny. Oh, play Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. Play
0: Jesus (laughs) in a comical way. In a
1: comical way. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Barry Levinson... Mel Brooks, co-writer on Silent Movie and High Anxiety, also has a cameo. He plays a column salesman in the Roman Empire segment. He actually went on to be a, an acclaimed director. He won a Best Director Oscar for Rain Man. Ah, oh, wow. And also directed Diner, The Natural, Good Morning Vietnam, and Bugsy, among other things. So he's, he's oh, had his man. great career as a director, um, Good for Barry him. Levinson. Very accomplished. B. Arthur, Jackie Mason, Henny Youngman, Sid Caesar, and Paul Mazursky all have cameos as well.
1: Sid Caesar was 59 or 60 years old when this was made. Mm-hmm. How good did he look? Right, he's like topless. Buff. He was. Topless. He was topless. All right, I guess I shouldn't say topless. <laughs> he looked great. You know, he looked fantastic. And I thought with that whole caveman, how they said he's the artist. Right. You know, and Orson Welles. Here's Orson Welles Orson narrating yep. this, and so you've got the birth of the artist, mm-hmm. followed by the afterbirth, the inevitable afterbirth, the critic. And that's great. Obviously, that shows what Mel thinks about critics. Right. You know, it's like they're an afterpiece on the art.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Estimated budget of eleven million dollars. Domestic gross mm-hmm. of thirty one point six million. So not a big so money maker. Didn't... I don't remember this movie being in the theaters. I see, mean, I obviously it was. Right. But I didn't see it in the theaters when I saw it for the right. first time. I saw it on HBO the first time. Okay. Well, again, yeah, this is. I'm a little older than you, right. so
1: I was sixteen. Uh, a couple of my friends we went to go see it mel brooks didn't really know much about him because the only thing to that point i remember seeing as you know much younger i saw young frankenstein mm-hmm. really didn't quite catch it as like a 10
0: year old Right, that's the thing you know didn't a lot of these jokes it. in these movies mm-hmm. if you saw them when you were really young you didn't get some of right. them so now with this one <laughs> just the
1: opening scene with the whole 2001 space odyssey theme right and they're all beating their chests. <laughs> the, our forefathers. <laughs> our forefathers. They move their hands down. And they start beating themselves somewhere else. <laughs> we, they, they were
0: masturbating is what he's beating around the bush about. and I, we were laughing so hard. I fell out of my chair. I saw this movie, I guess, I'm assuming that it was maybe on HBO a year after it came out. So figure in 1982. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. like 13 years old. Right. So a lot of it you're not catching.
1: And the thing, too, is like, I mean, I love Mel's style because I think it kind of captures a little leftover of vaudeville. Oh, totally. You know, totally. I mean, That's I don't where he think, comes from. I don't th- was he in vaudeville or, uh, I know like he wrote like for Sid Caesar on your show, Shows, mm-hmm. and I think he did write in some he vaudeville. Have, he
0: might have gotten his start. he performed. He's going to be 90 this year, by the way, Mel Brooks. So he's probably old enough that he would have. Yeah, he's going he to be could've. 90 in June. I looked it wow. up. Wow. Which now, is amazing. He's still, like, he's still plugging away. I mean, yeah. he's talking about doing a sequel to Spaceballs, if you can believe that. The search, no, the search can... for more money, they're going to call Search for him.
1: more money. You know, yeah. good for him. Yeah. I mean, he
0: puts it all out there. Yeah. His whole
1: slapstick thing. And when you talked about Spaceballs, did you bring up the fact that Mel
0: Brooks is an EGOT? I don't know if I knew that at that point. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. For the uninitiated, EGOT <laughs> means that, that he's won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. So he's mm-hmm. won an award for every of entertainment you can pretty much yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i don't know what he won the grammy the grammy
0: for i think it was for uh, a comedy album or or some oh, or something okay. on a comedy album all right maybe the two thousand year old man bit or something that i think you're right i think that's i'm it. pretty sure that's what it mm-hmm. was but yeah and then of course the tony is for the producers on broadway right the emmy was for guest appearances as uncle phil on mad about you and the oscar i think was for the script for the producers okay as well what about Mary Margaret Humes? She plays uh, Vestal Virgin Miriam in the Roman Empire segment in the movie. Yeah, she was a, a former Miss Florida and third runner-up to Miss USA in 1975. Burt Reynolds, he just turned 80. Can you believe that? Are you kidding, really? Yeah. The bandit Smokey is 80 years old. And the bandit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Holy cow. But Burt Reynolds encouraged her to move to Hollywood. And she was discovered by advertising her photo, name, and phone number on a billboard visible from the 20th Century Fox Studios lot. Holy cow. Mel Brooks saw the billboard. And he called and, and asked her to read for the movie. And there you have it.
1: Imagine how many phone calls she must have oh gotten. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. Because she's beautiful. Yeah. And she's just like putting her that's, phone number that's up there. That's ballsy, though. That's awesome. Unless it wasn't her personal phone number. Maybe it was like her agent's phone number or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but a steady career, too. She mm-hmm. uh, continues to work, I think, to this day in you know, TV mm-hmm. and movies and stuff. Where do we want to start in terms of like talking about the oh different segments of the movie? Gosh. I, well, maybe, maybe if we kind of try to just go through the movie chronologically.
1: Okay. So we got the opening masturbation scene. <laughs> right. Which we talked about. The, the large monkeys. And then, you know, we start getting into... The cavemen. The cavemen. I thought it's really funny how, you know, he created sound. Oh, the music. The, when, he, when he drops the boulder on just the boulder on fish And then he has them doing... <laughs> then they're doing the... Owl, oh. Owl, <laughs> uh, with the mouth over the moon. It's like, exactly. what was his name? Like,
0: Ugg? Oh, yeah. That, yeah I forget. Like, yeah, Ugg crazy. liked what he
1: heard. So then he lines <laughs> them all up, and they're doing the Alleluia Chorus. It's great. So you got people, like, smashing rocks on their feet. Yeah. And then for the bass line, the, <laughs> the guy who was the critic <laughs> is getting hit, and they're growing with a rock. <laughs> that was great.
0: Awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, the Old Testament, you know, Moses with, I give you these 15, 15. <laughs> Ten. Ten, 10 commandments. commandments for all to listen. Moses, (laughs) can you hear me? Yes,
1: I hear you. The dead could hear you. What? (laughs) Nothing, Lord, nothing. And I love how Mel does it right? because he picks on everybody. You know, True. I mean, I I just, I really liked, well, we're jumping ahead into like the Spanish Inquisition. That's okay. That's he's fine. not afraid. You know, he'll, he's poking everything. Any hypocrisy, mm-hmm. you know, the Roman Catholic Church doing that whole thing in the Audit de Fe, it's just, it was horrible. It was atrocious. And, and we're doing a musical number. The Inquisition, <laughs> let's begin. The Inquisition, <laughs> look out, sin. We're on a
0: mission to convert the juice ju 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 What's great about that is that you know that probably was sort of foreshadowing. Who would have thought that the producers would be a musical on Broadway that was such a huge success. But right. Mel had an ear. His lyrics are brilliant. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean you 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 read the lyrics he's got it's good to be the king rap. Yeah, that's on
0: YouTube. Thank that you for he turning did. me on to that Holy by the way. Holy crap. I mean the How funny the writing. Is that? Who knew Mel could rap too? Is there anything he can't do? He can do it all. He's <laughs> he got good point. Crazy. Good point. He could do it all. Put that uh, in your pipe and smoke at Kanye, you fucking prick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye
1: who? Exactly. I don't know. And then Takuma, he's got the you know the, the mallets. Mallets
0: and he's banging on their knees. It's great. It's the whole scene is is fantastic. It's so funny. But
1: Listen, he's showing the atrocity. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. You're seeing the I mean, people in the rack. He <laughs> friggin' closes the Iron Maiden on a guy, and we <laughs> hear him scream. And then, but during the scream, is just like, hey, Yeah, exactly. It's
0: oh, it's the juxtaposition is great. The thing with all of Mel Brooks' movies, I don't know if you could get these movies made now. It's political. You know, everybody's so so uptight nowadays. Yeah, there are movies that come out that that are really crude, seemingly for the sake of being crude and dirty. Right. Yeah. But this is a different kind of stuff that could potentially offend people. Well,
1: I think he's throwing it out there because this is real stuff. Right. And he's throwing it out there. It's like, hey, man, this is what happened in the real world. And we need to deal with it, and he deals with it that way, right. and makes it for the rest of us to see, because, you know, we, you can't forget history, because then you're destined to repeat.
0: Right, and, you know, listen, look around you in the world we live in today, and I don't want right. to get too heavy How here. How much better is it? Yeah, I don't want to get too heavy, because we're talking about a Mel Brooks movie, but, you know, look, watch the right. news and everything that's going on with the presidential candidates, mm-hmm. and building walls, and... Right. So the first time we see Madeline Kahn,
1: oh my Let's God, talk about her because she's, she's, she's genius, she's just wonderful and everything. So the first time Mel saves the horse and then he hits the guy, right. and um, and this other guy's about to hit Mel, and Josephus hits him on the head. Mm-hmm. You hear him; he goes whack. Yes, <laughs> he says it as he hits the guy, and he gets down. I noticed there, that too. Okay. And they introduce each other, and then you hear one of the Roman soldiers say, "Seize them!" And he says. Sees this, honkus, like, No hunkus. You don't talk like that to the cops. Right.
0: <laughs> and that's the funny thing when I'm watching this, I'm going, My God, there's so many things in this movie from nineteen eighty one that can relate to what's going on today. That, for example, race relations right. with the police and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh how Exactly. And then the Inquisition, of course, mm-hmm. you know, people being persecuted for their religious beliefs. Yeah, hello. Yep. It's not like that's not happening now. So politics, back politics, to politics, politics,
1: politics. <laughs> <laughs> like, politics. Oh, all right. Well, Dom I was about to say Dom DeLuise, yeah. but we got to talk. All right, Madeline Kahn. So I'm Madeline sorry. Kahn. So the first thing she <laughs> first thing, you know, they put her down and she's like, can you step on the same foot at the same time? My tits are falling
0: off! (laughs) And she's got the bubble gum. She's chewing bubble gum. She is fantastic. Fantastic.
1: (laughs) And then the little exchange where um, Miriam's trying to save the slaves. Mm -hmm. And Malin like, oh, Bob! (laughs) Bob! Because, you know, all Spartans and Roman soldiers were named Bob. (laughs) Do I have any openings this man might fit? The crowd's like, Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> then just see if it's like, I got a corkscrew. this is a hip crowd.
0: A giant joint. Oh
1: yeah, wackus weedus. Roman red.
0: <laughs> so, I love that. I love how comicus is a stand-up philosopher.
1: I coalesce the vapors of human experience into a viable and logical comprehension.
0: Oh, a bullshit artist. It's like, it's Maud. By the way, Go I got a, a little a quick fact about um, Ron Carey's character, Swiftest Lazarus. It uh, was actually a spoof on the name of a very powerful Hollywood agent from back in the day, Swifty Lazar. I really? wasn't aware of that. Yeah, Lazar, re- during his heyday, he represented Humphrey Bogart, Lauren Bacall, mm-hmm. Truman Capote, Cher, Joan Collins, Cary Grant, Ernest Hemingway, oh Gene gosh. Kelly, Madonna, Walter Matthau, President Nixon... And, and a whole bunch of other people, too. Nixon and Madonna. <laughs> well, go I figure, know. right? But he, he died in 1994, but he was yeah. one of the first giant Hollywood agents, this guy, Swifty Lazar. John Cleese turned down the role of Count de Monet. You mean Count the Money? De Monet. De
1: Yeah, no, Harvey Carmen. he was great. Oh, he's he
0: was great. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't
1: be saucy with me, Monet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, Piss boy, oui, oui, monsieur. Oh, yes, and a lot. Wait for the shake. <laughs> you <laughs> look like the piss boy, and you look like a bucket of shit. <laughs> yeah, that was another favorite thing in high school. Oh yeah, calling each other buckets of shit. And
0: <laughs> and the and the, uh, the chess game. Oh, jump queen, bishop, jump queen,
1: queen. <laughs> pawns, jump queen, <laughs> gang bang, gang bang. Yeah, that's probably a scene you couldn't do nowadays. Oh, no, no. Because no. <laughs> I don't know why at times were different somehow, but it wasn't being taken seriously.
0: I don't know when the tide shifted, where mm-hmm. all of a sudden, when things are obviously done in a comedic way, became offensive to people. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, it was just a pile of a bunch of guys uh-huh. dry humping each other. Right.
0: Okay, so the French
1: Resistance. It starts off with Cloris Leachman,
0: that horrible thing growing on her oh face. Oh my gosh,
1: it was, yeah, Ugh. it was nasty. Said, Look at we've become, beggars begging from beggars. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have enough money to have our own language. The guy gets up. Like, we just have the stupid accent. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: To King, Louis. <laughs> the, oh, and that reminds me—the guy who plays Pamela Stevenson's father. That guy totally reminded me of something from Monty Python. I yeah, I what, know it. It I love does what, feel familiar. I love he's trying to somewhere. set the birds free. He's like, yeah, free, free, and he's dropping them. <laughs> <laughs> so good.
1: Oh, it's good to be the king. I mean, that's like that was probably the biggest quote we oh, took away as kids absolutely. from that. You know any anything like hey
0: i got an a on the test good
1: to be the king
0: and you know what's funny too is i don't really remember a lot of movies where they had an actor breaking the fourth wall where they looked right mm-hmm. into the camera and, and talked to the audience like that right yeah i mean it might have been done before this mm-hmm. i love that and just the way he says to you. it's good to be the king it's good to be the king <laughs> And I think he says it either two he, or three times. Yeah, and he sounds like he's from Brooklyn when he says it. Yeah, great, right. Which, you know, which I think he is, Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah. But it's great. And so many quick sight gags, like when they're trying to escape in the chariot and they come to the river.
1: Oh, yes.
0: And Moses parts the the water. Raises is his it, arms. And, yeah. And it, the water parts. Which they did, by the way, uh, at the attraction at Universal Studios. Oh, really? Yeah, which is okay. funny, considering that it, this wasn't a Universal movie. But <laughs> it turns out he's being held up by a guy. <laughs> he's like, yeah, bastard. Yeah, bastard!" You can't even live. <laughs> Take says. old
1: man, you bastard. <laughs> Bug an old man when he's down.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> is... We started to talk about Dom oh, He, We're, We are going all over the place, Eric. Was, this is so funny. It was
1: so disturbing oh, when God. he shows up and he's walking with Empress Nympho. <laughs> and... He walks up and there's the, the guy scepter. with the scepter, yeah. and you know he tickles him with his, <laughs> his little things that, yes. oh my gosh, and and then he's like looking at people and licking his lips and um, yeah, I'm he's like, very creepy. Oh my gosh, that was so very nasty. <laughs> watch this. That's one of my
0: favorites yeah, when he's like when he pulls the jewelry like, like, out of his ass, <laughs> <laughs> watch this. and then later and then the bird he pulls
1: is. out the chicken or <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. watch this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tom Deluise was great.
1: Oh my gosh, so good. Oh oh. But then the The test—the eunuchs—the eunuch test—the eunuch. Oh my gosh! Well, I think that was the scene that set us up. The Roman soldiers—they all come running in, and you know, Madeline Kahn's like, virgins, put on your no-entry signs, (laughs) and they put the little button with the slash across their front, (laughs) their lady (laughs) (laughs) parts. We're about to encounter guys. (laughs) And one of the soldiers is whispering, and he says, "Speak up, Mucus. <laughs> like, is not it true when the eunuchs uh, are, gets, castrated. are castrated, they become huge?" Yeah. She's like, "You have to give him time. <laughs> he has just been snipped." And then they do the test, and of course, the belly dancer. That's when all the guys get quiet. Mm-hmm. Because oh, might see something. We might see boobs. Might see some boobage.
0: And I love when she comes out, and Gregory Hines has that gigantic tongue that comes out of his
1: mouth. (laughs) Giant tongue. The guy rolls Mm. in. He's a eunuch, and she dances around the other guy. He's a eunuch. He's a eunuch. (laughs) Dances for the third guy. He's dead. (laughs) And Gregory Hines is like, (laughs) the comic (laughs) is saying, he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. She does her thing, and then. The feather goes
0: up. The jig is up and gone. And gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> While we're still with the virgins, she's going to go to the evening orgy. Right. So she
0: has to pick her escorts. <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. Yes. No, yes. <laughs> no, no, yes.
0: <laughs> Madeline Kahn. You can't say enough great things about no, Madeline Kahn. No,
1: Oh, and then they do the double time harch. Yeah, and they're like watching them bounce, and of course it got me thinking. Thank God, you don't he see their not junk film, right? Yeah, because nobody wants. we to talked see. about this before, and nobody we were gonna wants talk to about, see penises. Who wants to see penises bouncing around? No, you know, it's like nope. there's this comedian <laughs> Joe Coy, I think, and he does this routine where he says, "Oh, you know, women are beautiful, and the vagina is <laughs> just this beautiful thing. Like when the panties come down, the vagina is just there saying, Ooh, hello.'" <laughs> But when a guy's underwear comes down, the penis just plops out like a drunk (laughs) friend falling out of your car. (laughs) It's like, that's right. Who wants to see a whole bunch of these drunk heads bouncing around? Yeah,
0: no thank you. No. (laughs) Let's talk about the great false ending to the movie. The screen fades to black and then you hear Mel's voice. Wait, where are you going? (laughs) History of the World Part Part 2. C. C, A Viking Funeral. (laughs) Which actually used uh, footage from a real movie. It used oh, uh, really? the 1958 film The Vikings. Makes sense. And you know they take off the helmets and the horns. And are the so- horns are on their heads. <laughs> and that's actually another anti-Jewish joke. Oh, is it really? Yeah, people used to believe that Jewish people had horns. That was a thing. Really? Believe it or not, there are some fucking stupid people, people in the world. Are
1: horrible man. Um, and then C. Hitler on, on ice. ice. He got Hitler
0: doing his little routine, which big is time. even funnier now after you hear about Hitler's micro schween. Did you hear about that on the news? That's, that was like a big thing oh, this week. Uh, I heard he only had one ball. Yeah, I mean, and we then knew they that said, for a They while. said he had People a microphallus too, a micro penis. Did he really? Yeah, that's what they were saying. No wonder he was so pissed. So he was trying to, yeah. <laughs> so he was really overcompensating big time. And then the final thing, of course, is see Jews, Jews in space. space. And which uses the uh, same theme music that I think he uh, recycled for Robin Hood and Men in Tights as well. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it sounded familiar, yeah. I couldn't couldn't picture it. But that Tommy was hysterical. Mm-hmm. My uh, my stepson, I'm saying that yeah. for the listeners, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 14, he was he was falling off the couch laughing at that. He couldn't <laughs> he couldn't catch his breath. The imagery, the visual of the spaceship shaped like stars of David. Yes. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's brilliant.
1: Well, and I'm wondering because at one point when they're flying overhead, it's very much like, you know, the first Star Wars with yeah. the giant. Th- mm-hmm. And I was just wondering if maybe even just seeing that maybe made him think about, oh, I should do an outer space movie.
0: I think it actually did inspire Spaceballs. Yeah. I read that. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, can totally see it. Yeah. Certainly the timing is right for a Spaceballs sequel with the success of the most recent Star Wars film. So we'll see if Mel comes through with that. Yeah.
1: I think we're I've, good to go here. I've laughed too hard, my throat hurts. <laughs> I don't know how
0: like radio people do this. Isn't that for the greatest hours? though when you when you laugh that much that, that you do yeah. get a sore throat and you start yeah. coughing and stuff? Yeah, I just hope anybody who, you know, listens to
1: this <laughs> appreciates like how
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, how often are we at a party or, or any kind of social gathering where we're hanging out with friends or family, we start talking about a movie that we enjoy mutually? and you start mm-hmm. like what we're doing here you start yeah. talking about all the funny scenes and then you just have you're just laughing and it makes yeah. you want to watch the movie again right that's what the yeah. podcast is all about and
1: then me. and plus getting the little extra tidbits of knowledge
0: well there you have it and and by the way we would love to hear your feedback. If you don't think we're doing a good job with this, or if you think we're doing a great job with this and you really enjoy it, let us know. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's why we do it. Because we'd love to hear from you, the listener, with what you think of uh, of how we're doing this podcast. So like I said before, you can email me, at yahoo.com If you prefer Twitter, at Jason Davis Voice. There's a Facebook page for the podcast. Just go to facebook.com slash screenfacts and leave your comments there too. Let us know what you think. Teach so, us something. yeah. Eric thanks for coming in oh, I appreciate my it pleasure, it's, it's always not wait it's always great seeing you and this is an excuse to get together so oh, I'm this happy is, this is a great excuse and it gives you a chance to revisit these great movies too that maybe you haven't thought about in a while right yeah Thanks for listening, and thanks to our announcer, Kim. And if you want to check out more from Kim, go to kymsvoice.com, and also thanks to wickedradionetwork.com. Screen Facts with Jason Davis is a production of Jason Davis VoiceOver. Visit jasondavisvoice.com if you need a voice for a commercial, narration, promo, internet video, e-learning or training program, and more. Click on the podcast page to get information about where you can download and listen to past episodes. Listen again next Wednesday for a new episode of Screen Facts with Jason Davis.